Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise, and I am the founder of Hope in Christ Ministries, and today we have two phenomenal authors. We have been doing interviews of authors that have been writing in anthologies, and we have two wonderful authors today to interview and to share their journey. So before we bring them on, we want to open with a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for your word. We thank you, O oh God, that you are God and there is no other. So Father, we pray, O oh God, that you would have your way in this interview, that you would have your way in our lives, and that someone will hear what you need them to hear so that they would come to the message of the cross, that they will come to the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. Again, it is a blessing to have you on and a blessing to have more authors from TK Ware's anthologies, Hello Queen, we have several, Hello Queen and Queen to Queen, and also been there above that. So he is doing phenomenal work, and there are so many, so many women of God that God is using in these anthologies. And today we have LaDonna Marie, and we also have Latasha Woodcock. And so before we get started with the interview, we want to have them int introduce themselves. And we're going to begin with LaDonna. LaDonna, can you tell us about yourself? Hello, and thank you so much, <laughs> so much for this opportunity. Well, um, I started writing at the age of 14, and I've always wanted to encourage and empower other people. Um, I had an encounter with God at that age. I was going through my own childhood kind of teenage um, issues, feeling misunderstood. Um, I attempted to commit suicide when I was back then, and he told me that as he began to heal me um, that my word, partnered with his, you know, um, downloads would help to heal other people. And so from that day, um, you know, long, long time ago, <laughs> I've been writing to empower and encourage other people and to let them know that they can overcome obstacles with God and that, you know, that they don't have to stay stuck in the area of their lives and that's not the end all, be it all. So, you know, uh, I love being a part of uh, Hello Queen so this is another book that I'm um, in as a co-author. But LaDonna is just a person that loves to empower. Um, I have the compassion. I've been through some things. God has given me the grace to learn lessons. And so many of the books and the times when I'm speaking or encouraging others and edifying them, it's just to encourage them. Um, I love First Thessalonians 5 and 11. It says encourage each other just as fact as you are doing. And so I do that with each time that I am 
around someone so that I they they won't leave necessarily the same way that they came. And so I really want the heart and the love that God has given me to give um, to be passed on to the people that I meet and also through the books that uh, he's graced me to write. Amen, amen. And then we have Latasha. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Latasha Woodcock. Um, I'm the author of It's Behind Her Smile. Um, I want to thank you, Denise, for having me here, and thank TK Ware for pushing me um, because, you know, a lot of times on this walk, we all need someone to push and encourage us. You know, there are times where we think that we can't do things or we're not equipped to do what God has gifted us, but the gift is already in us, and sometimes God sends someone along the way to encourage you and to push you into greater and um, that's how I became became a part of Hello Queen, and I was just pretty much just sharing my testimony. And throughout the years, um, I've been writing since the age of ten, and writing for me was a, ra- a way for me to release and to uh, explain the things that I was dealing with because I didn't understand or know how to go to others and talk and share with the things that I was dealing with in life. And as time went on, the more that I was going through, the more I would begin to write. And as God birthed is behind her smile in me, it was a book that I want to share others, share with others, share with women, um, people who are broken, just to let them know that your past does not define you. And yes, we all go through things. Yes, we all fall short of God's glory. But God equipped us and sent us people to encourage us along the way and to pull us out of what we're going through. And being a mother of three children at the time, being a single parent, it was rough. And there were times where I didn't want to share or didn't want to tell people what I was dealing with because I was ashamed of who I was and the things that I had done. Um, so it's pretty much just to write my book and to share with other women that, yes, you may have had children out of wedlock, you may have been in abusive relationships, you may have had people that told you that you wouldn't amount to anything, and it's behind her smile is just to encourage us and let them know, hey, if I went through that and God allowed me to go through it, to get through it, and to rise above my past, then you can too, and there's nothing that can stop you. So I'm just the author of It's Behind Her Smile, the visionary of Broken for a Purpose, which was something that God also birthed in me um, two years ago. And it was pretty much just to get women together to share their brokenness and to share the things that they're going through in life and how God has allowed their brokenness to heal others. And not only for the women, but as well as the men, because a lot of times we as women, you know, we can overlook the men who are going through it. Just like women are broken, men are broken as well. So broken for a purpose is the next baby that God had released in me. And that's one thing that I'm working on now that we'll talk later on in that. Uh, in a session um, about Broken for a Purpose. And I'm here in Hesper, Georgia, and I'm just thankful for where God has taken me and what he's getting ready to do in my life. Amen, amen. And that sounds um, amazing what you're working on. And uh, one of my other questions that I have for you is um, tell us about the specific chapter. Um, not a lot of it, just a little, a few ti- a few things that you wrote about in that chapter from the anthology. So we'll start with Latasha. The part that I had was overcoming adversity and trusting in the Lord. 
again, um, the things that I was experiencing as a single mother, uh, talk about that um, and how at the time you didn't, I didn't understand the things that I was going through and how me being a single parent, how God was going to turn around and use that to help the next woman, to help, you know, the next sister go along with the things that she is going through, not as a single parent, but just everyday life. And even though I was going through, trust in God, trusting in the Lord to believe and to know that he allowed me to go through it for a purpose. He allowed me to go through it to help my next sister. And if I trust in him, no matter how my situation looked, no matter what I was faced with, that he was going to bring me out. He was going to deliver me. And not only deliver me, but he's going to deliver me for his glory that I would be able to go out and share my testimony with other women. So the part of Hello Queen that I have, it was just to encourage others, hey, you may be going through adversity in your life, but all you have to do is just trust in the Lord. You trust in the Lord, and he will lead and guide you on to where you need to be and what it is that you need to do, and also send those who are really going to help you and to pray for you and to encourage and uplift you, not someone that's going to tear you down further than where you are, but someone to uplift and to encourage you along the way and let you know, hey, sister, hey, brother, I know you're going through, you know, but we're going to get through this together. And as we're getting through this together, we got to trust in the Lord, and the Lord will guide us and lead us into where it is that we need to go. Amen. And then, LaDonna, the same question. Tell us about your chapter in the anthology. Okay. So my chapter in the anthology was about the journey of just learning how to not settle. Um, anymore um, for different, like, relationships and different things that God was trying to teach uh, me just over the journey of my life. Um, you know how you wanting to be in relationships and then you always put, put other people first and you put them before you and um, just learning how to be in that relationship and, then, and, and also to love yourself. And so with this, it was just as but I talked about how I embraced my single life because I, too, was divorced and I had two children. And so making the decision to no longer settle for um, what was not of God and what was not um, what he wanted and having to be okay with that and having to know that I still could, you know, make it and I could still have my dream and I can still raise my boys to be, you know, great and amazing kids and learning to be whole and learning to seek God and learning how to um, have faith and to persevere. And so within that, that, that chapter, I just talked about the relationship that I developed, you know, with the Lord when he wants to pull you out. And like Hosea 2 and 14 says, therefore, I'm going to pull allure her out and I'm going to lead her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. And sometimes you have to be alone with God so that you can exactly hear what he's trying to say. Because when there's a lot of things going on, you're more, you're focused on other things. But to learn how he, you know, wants you to be loved, to learn how to love yourself, to learn not to settle and to trust in him for his ordained uh, life and the things that he wants to bring to you and not, you know, settle for just what is there or what's current or potential, um, but to actually seek him for his will. That's good. That's good. Um, my next question is, and we can start with, um, with, La, with LaDonna on this one. The question is, what other dream, like, centered around what God has put in you, what other dream do you have that you know that God has 
pulling out of you? What other dream can you share with the audience? And we'll start again with LaDonna. Okay, the dream for me is um, I really want my, like my children books and different things to be on like a, a, a television show um, because God loves the children. And even when Jesus said, suffer not the little children, let them come unto me, um, that happened to me as a young, young, a young child. I was probably like four, and somebody called me a hypocrite. And that verse just came out because I was already, I could tell that the hand of the Lord was on me, you know, at a very, very young age. But the books that he has me writing, like Larry Alligator Makes Friends and uh, the ones for the teens, I know that those need to be on the big screen. So he's having me to desire to, you know, take the next steps to learn what I need to do so that they can be, you know, as big as Barney and they can be a part of, you know, the children, the way they learn, and they can see more of us. Um, you know, encouraging them to say, you can do this too, and these dreams, and you can write, you know, whatever you put your mind to. And so for me, I know it's plays, it's movies, it's moving to my stuff being on, on television because I just have the desire to do so much more, you know, with the books so that they can be for more people to see um, than just the paperback book. Amen, and he will give you a dream that is bigger than you. So that that's amazing, yes. and he will bring it to pass. And the same question for Latasha: What other do you have? The other dreams that I have is to to get my book not only it's behind her smile, but other books to get them into the schools because for me that's where I pretty much begin to fall short. That's where I begin to experience being promiscuous and in and out of different relationships, different um, things with my family and friends. And I believe that getting getting books out to, I would say, middle school um, and high school just to share with other young ladies as well as the young men that um, things are going to happen and you don't have to hide. You do not have to hold those things in you can share and you can talk to someone and you can trust people, not everyone, but there's somebody out there that you can go to and that you can you can trust. So my dream is to get books out to the schools and to encourage our young leaders of tomorrow so that they won't go down the same path that uh, some, of a, some of us have gone through and to let them know that there's nothing that you have done or nothing that you have thought about that God can't turn it around or God can't deliver you. So to get my books into other, to, into schools and to go around to the schools and share and talk with um, young students and to let them know, you know, you're not alone, as well as to get books into plays and to so other people, because a lot of times we, we think that, our dreams or our desires are so small. And then a lot of times there are people who, you know, they're looking at our lives as their Bible. They're looking at our lives as the church. And so sometimes we have to see things with the visual eye, see things to actually believe and to know that we can make it, we can get through this, there's nothing too hard for God. So to get my books and get everything into um, place and to let people see you know, some of the things that we face on a daily basis, life, some of the things that young people are facing that they don't share or that they don't talk about 
but to open up that platform for them to be able to release themselves and let people know what they're dealing with so that we all can help them. And they don't have to grow up thinking that they're alone or thinking that they can't be all that God has called them, all that God has called them to be. Uh, so my dream is to uh, write more books and to get them into the schools, get them into um, plays, plays as well as getting some of the children that have been faced with difficulties and hard times in life at a young age to let them come and to release themselves and to show them how to release it and turn it over to God and let God do the work and let God equip them and gift them with who they are and what he has for them and for them to find out their purpose in life. Amen. And it's truly needed because I've been in middle school for, and when you say middle school, um, I've been in middle school for 14 years and it is truly needed. And in the years that, from years ago to now, it's totally different. And a lot of it is the kids more that they're going through and that, you know, sometimes their dad is not there or mom is not there. And it's so much that they need and they lash out but that's their cry for help. So I agree with you on that one. I have another question. Um, I always ask this question because we are people of faith and because we are trying to get the message of Christ out to people in the various avenues that he gives us. So the question is, what advice would you give to those that don't believe or are struggling with believing in God, because we live in a time where there's a great falling away, where people just, I've heard people say, you know, I don't believe that God is real. I've even heard some of my students say that. So what advice would you give to them? And we'll start with Latasha. The advice that I would give, I know for me, at a young age, I knew of God, but I didn't have a relationship with God. And I would always hear people say, all you have to do is pray. All you have to do is talk to God. And that was great advice. But at a young age, I'm hearing you saying talk, but how can I talk to someone that I don't believe in or I really don't understand or fully know what it is that you're telling me? Um, but as time went on, I began to have a relationship with God and got to know God for myself. And I know for me, it would, it took for me to actually to go through things and one example would be as a when I first had my first child at the age of fifteen, I got pregnant at fifteen, I had him at sixteen. You know, not knowing what it was gonna take, not knowing actually what it is that I had got myself into. But God showed himself in a situation at a young age, at sixteen, for me to actually say, Okay, you know what, there is a God because God kept me through the situation, you know, I've seen where there were people my age who were um, dying at a young age, and there was one young lady that I knew, she was at the age of 15, and she gave birth to her child, but she didn't make it. And I remember just praying, Lord, if you hear me, you know, do not allow me to go through that same situation. And just to see how God blessed me to have a healthy child and to be able to live and to you know, raised my child, that was God letting me know that he's with me. And although I had to face it by myself, God was with me the whole time. Even when I felt like um, God wasn't there or God didn't have my back, 
he continued to show me that he was there. So I would tell someone who doesn't believe in God, every morning that you wake up and you're breathing and you're walking, there's, there's another day that God has blessed you to go out and to try it again. Whatever it is that you're doing, whatever life is throwing at you, there's another day that God has woke you up and allowed you another chance. Another day here he has poured out his grace and his mercy upon you. So every morning that you get up and you're breathing and you're looking at in the mirror, you just know that that is not your doing. That is not the alarm clock that's waking you up. That is not your body waking you up. There's nobody but God that's waking you up and breathing into you you know, the breath of life so that you can make it and so that you can take this day to fulfill your purpose. So every morning that you get up, you know, don't doubt that God is not there or there's no God or God is not with you. He breathing life into you every morning. He allowing you to wake up. And there are some people who don't get that, that second chance to wake up um, or get the chance to wake up and start another day. But you he had breathed life into you for you to wake up and to go out and start that day all over again. So I would say just take that moment and realize that, hey, you're breathing, you're walking, you're in the land of the living. So there is God. It's not your alarm clock. It's not your will. It's not your doing. That is God allowing you the opportunity, the chance for you to make it and to start your day off with another chance of what it is that he had given you the opportunity to do. Amen, amen. And the same question for LaDonna, what advice would you give to someone who does not believe in God or is struggling to believe in God? Um, I would actually give them the advice to, you know, encourage them to just go and start to visit, um, like, some places, not necessarily, like, church settings, um, but different things because, like, I'm over, I'm the faculty representative for FCA, and I actually had a student when I was inviting her to come. She was like, no, I don't believe, and I don't really understand this. And so, you know, because I'm, you know, with all the love in my heart, and I just asked her, I said, well, you know, just come by and, you know, visit. Just come by and listen. Like, you don't have to, um, you know, just decide everything, you know, right now. But, you know, come and be in the fellowship. And I believe that as she begins to be into the fellowship, and like Natasha was saying, when you get to hearing how people were having bad days and then they started to pray to God and he helped them to feel better and see a different side of their situation when, you know, you were going through and you thought you were the only person going through and then someone else in that situation is going through the same thing, but they're praising God because they know that he's going to bring them out because he's brought them out before. And so the best thing that I could try to do to encourage them is just to, you know, start to just be curious. You know what I'm saying? Just be curious about it before you shut it down, before you just say, no, this isn't for me. You know, just be curious and, and, and go and see and, and listen and, um, you know, with, with open ears so that you can hear. And knowing that being in that atmosphere, you know, over a, you know, a period of time, there will be something that the Lord will prick their heart and talk to them and speak to them, and hopefully, you know, they will begin to come you know, back and as they fellowship, you know, begin to want to give their life to God because he wants them to, like you said, Jesus says, I, behold, I sit at the door and knock. So he's going to knock, but are you going to let him in? And I believe if we don't force them to do it, but if we just allow them to have grace to still come and be a part and see for themselves, like come taste and see, then they'll begin to see how, 
you know, the Lord is, you know, omnipresent. And when you need him, you can call on that he'll never leave you or forsake him. So the things that we, you know, know true and we read and we rehearse to ourselves on a day-to-day basis as they begin to be around us um, in the fellowship of a body of believers, then I think that something will happen and God will meet them there. Amen, amen. I have a couple other questions. Um, This question is kind of similar but a little different. This question is, what advice would you give to someone who is afraid to walk in their purpose or they're just so concerned with (laughs) what other people think? Um, LaDonna, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. Okay, so me and Guy had this conversation, right, back in October of 2018, and he, he said to me, he was like, okay, so are you um, are you doing this for me or, you know, are you are you dragging your, your feet? Or, you know, you're dragging your feet um, because I know for me to, being 14, you know, uh, talking to God and, and, and having these encounters and, you know, I was very shy at that age to tell people about, like, everything that God was telling me because some people just, you know, they didn't believe. But it's been 21 years of my life and I've been, you know, listening to God and I've been writing everything that he said and, you know, listening to the message he downloaded or if he asked me to go and, you know, say this or go stand here or pray for this person. So I have been doing it, but at the same time, it wasn't all the way full out. So this is for me. Like this question is actually what he just, what just transpired in my life. And so in October, I told him, I said, God, I'm going to give you a yes. Because he, he called me out in 2014. And I was like, you know, I'm like in the church having a conversation. I was like, no, uh-uh. He's like, yes, I'm calling you out. I was like, uh-uh. I'm like, no. But then as he began to, you know, still learning and trusting him and, and walking because I, I wanted to be able to, you know, do everything that he said to do. And, I, you know, I know we're going to make some mistakes sometimes in learning on this walk and everything won't be perfect, but you have to give him that yes. And so I told God in October, I said, that the thing that was going to be for from then on to now is I'll fight for it. And I said, I know that you're not going to leave me. You're not going to forsake me. So I'm going to go full out. So, you know, whatever I, you want me to do, I'm doing it, trusting in you. And I'm going to believe that, you know, I know that you say you would never leave me or forsake me. So for someone that's out there and they're going through and they're trying to, you know, like, not step up to the plate, just know. Like Latasha said earlier, we already have everything that we've ever, we need on the inside of us because before he formed us in our, in our mother's womb, he knew who we were and what impact and what purpose for his purpose that we were, you know, destined to be on this earth. And everybody's walk, everybody's calling, everybody's anointing is not going to be the same. You have your own flavor. And just stand in that flavor so know that the things that you've gone through, that God has brought you through, you've overcame and you've, you have this special relationship with him, he has, he's using all of those things so that your people, your tribe, the women or the men or the children that you have to pour into, they will meet you and they will understand you. So I would say just trust in God, you know, hold your head up, know that he's with you every step of the way, and just give him that yes and just begin to, you know, walk in it. He did, He's never said that every day was going to be perfect, but he did say that he would never leave us or forsake us. And so on this journey, just giving him that yes, um, he's turned my life around in like the last couple of these, like the first three months of, 
2019 just wowed me with the eyes have not seen and ears have not heard because trusting in him just rests. Because I didn't even know, like in the past, I thought that rest was actually like going to sleep. But then I had to learn that my pastor told me that rest was actually just you know, trusting God for everything, trusting him with everything, trusting him in everything. So you're resting in the purpose, in the, in the in that mindset that he's going to be able to do it because when you know that his word does not come back void, when you know it's going to do everything it's set out to do, whatever he said concerning your life, your call, your anointing, that you will be used for that purpose and, and God got you. And so that's another thing that I say day to day in my mind is that God, Got you. So follow your purpose. Step out with God, and I promise you he will catch you, and he won't let you fall. Amen, amen. And Latasha, same question. Um, What advice would you give to someone who is afraid to walk in their purpose or just concerned with what other people may think? That's a great question. And, LaDonna, you answered that perfectly <laughs> that's a great question uh, for me I'm one who was afraid of what others may think what others may say I was afraid to step out um, and trust God I was pretty much afraid to just have the faith because I allowed those around me I allowed um, social media and other people how God had gifted them, so I began to look at myself and say, oh, I can't do that. I can't speak like her. I can't speak like him. God's not going to use me for this, for that. But when God birthed broken for a purpose in me and God began to deal with me in my dream, he began to deal with me throughout the day like I could not shake it. And I kept saying, I don't want to do this, Lord. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I kept being reminded you know, that God has gifted something in me as well, that same thing that he's gifted in others. But how he gifted in me is not how it's going to be like the next person or what God has gifted me is for me. It's particularly for me to fulfill that fulfill that purpose and to do that. So when God birthed broken for a purpose, I began to say, Lord, okay, I want this to be a faith move. I want this to increase my faith. I want this to, if I'm going to step out and do this, Lord, you show me. Show me what to do. Show me and tell me what to say. And just lead and guide me on what it is that I need to need to do. And as God began to pour into me and God began to show to me and reveal to me exactly what it is that he wanted me to do, I began to build my confidence up. And God began to just start to use me. And once I started stepping out on faith, and trust in him that he that this is his will and it's nobody but God that's telling me to do this and to actually see everything comes together. And I knew then that it wasn't Tasha. I knew that this wasn't nothing that I wanted or nothing that I was telling myself because I wasn't comfortable. And a lot of times when we do things, like my son always say, when we're comfortable, it's us. When we're uncomfortable, it's God. And so as God was birthing and kept pouring into me um, this vision for Broken for a Purpose, I was uncomfortable. Um, I was pushed out of my comfort zone. Um, God just pretty much just pushed me. And once he pushed me and I began to take this journey, I began to take this walk and to start trusting God and to 
you know, just have the faith that God is going to fulfill his purpose and he's going to do exactly what it is that he told me to do. All I had to do was just trust him and believe in him. With everything that I had in me, all I had to do was just trust God. And when we had the event just to hear the women that are coming forth and they were speaking about their brokenness and then to hear the audience with their feedback and saying how they were blessed and how they overcame by someone's testimony or, you know, God sent them to that event because God knew what they, they needed. And just to see people being delivered, people being set free from their brokenness and trusting God that knowing that, hey, I'm not in this alone. This is just got up here and shared everything that she went through. So if you did that for her, Lord, I know you're going to do it for me. So just being able to just trust God and to step out on faith and not worry about what people say because, like I always say, you can be doing everything perfect and there's going to be someone that's always going to critique you and someone that's always going to say you're not doing enough or you should have did this or they're always going to have something to say. So if you're going to do it and you're going to worry about what people have to say, go ahead and do it and let God do the work. And then everything that they have to say, they're going against God. They take that up with God. And that's just how I look at it now. I didn't always have that mindset. But um, the past two years, God has been transitioning me and began to use me fully. And I began to trust him. Once I started trusting God, the fear of others and the fear of just stepping out on faith, God began to deliver me from that. So whenever God is pouring something in me, whenever God is telling me to move, whenever God is telling me to speak, I'm doing it. And when I'm doing it, I'm giving God glory. You know, I'm giving him praise for what he for what he's doing because there's nothing that I'm doing that pastor don't get the glory for anything. It's all God. So once I begin to do what it is that God has told me to do, um, in the fear, it just begins to fade away. And worrying about what people say, God deliver God will deliver you from all that. All you have to do is just trust, you know, trust in the Lord, like LaDonna said. Just trust God to do it and trust him whatever it is that he's telling you to do, and everything else will be fine. Everything else will go exactly how God intended it to go. So don't worry about, you know, what people say. People are always going to have something to say, especially when you're doing the work of the Lord. You know, it's just something about when you're doing the work of the Lord, that's when the enemy is attached even more. So when you're doing the work of the Lord, you just continue to trust God and continue to let him lead and guide you. And don't worry about what people have to say or what people what people think, because there are times where we begin to worry and we begin to think about, you know, what this person is thinking, and we begin to miss out on our own blessings. We begin to allow ourselves, you know, to be defeated and not to fulfill our purpose. But once you get over, you know, the naysayers and um, get over about what other people have to say, Everything else that God has for your life, you begin to see it to start blooming. And that's the season that I'm in now. I'm seeing God blooming and God is taking me to the next level because I'm all about fulfilling the purpose that he has put in me and using the gift that he has gifted me with because I know that the gift that he has for me is something special. It's not something that just that he just picked up and just say, okay, this is to my final side of the street or whatever. You know, this is something that precious that God has gifted me, and that's how I treat my gift as precious as, as gold because I know that my father has created something good in me that's going to help the next brother, help the next sister, and to uplift and to encourage others. You know, everybody don't look like what we think they should like. You know, we go to church and we think people should look like this or people should dress like that. God has gifted something in us for us to go out to places where 
people don't want to go. God has given us to talk to people that others may look over and step all over. So God has allowed me to go through what I went through and to trust him fully so I can be able to reach and to encourage all of those that he has prepared me to encounter with on this journey and on this daily walk. So don't worry about what people have to say because someone will always have something to say. You can do everything in your will. You can do everything that God has told you to do. Someone will always find something to say. So don't worry about it. Just trust God. Give him your everything. Give him your yes, like LaDonna say, and he will take care of the rest, and he will take care of those, you know, that may have something to say. You just trust in the Lord, and you do what it is that God has called you, and everything gets what we're taken care of. Amen. I truly, truly agree, and we sound very familiar. I mean, I think I ran from God for about 10 years when I kept Mm -hmm. hearing in my spirit over and over and over, go and minister my truth, not knowing that I kept thinking, you know, standing in a pulpit and things like that. But God was saying that your ministry is going to be out of the box where you're going to, you know, spread the gospel through the airways. You're going to go different places and minister. And I fought it for a long time because um, of what people saw as, okay, how is she a minister? And then I didn't want to be ordained. And, um, I stood crying and kept hearing God say, I called you to do this, not them. I called you. Mm -hmm. And so when I embraced that, like you were saying, like both of you were saying, it was like he just unfolded all of this stuff. It just came out of me. And he just started showing me all of what he had called me to do. So I truly, truly can attest to that, that God will do it if you would just give him a yes. And I, and I truly can mm-hmm. say that is so. Um, last question, and we can start with Latasha. Who has been your greatest inspiration um, along this journey of going into as an author and ministering across where you've gone? Who's been your greatest inspiration? My greatest inspiration was my grandmother. My grandmother always, she was a woman of faith, and she was a prayer warrior. And at a young age that I can remember from me being in school and always writing, my grandmother would always tell me, you have a lot in you. God is going to use you. And I never understood it. And at the same time, I didn't believe it because, like we said, you know, we think because, you know, ministry take place in a church, it take place in a pulpit, but not knowing that our everyday life, you know, walking around and just ministering to people out in the street or in a grocery store or whatever, you know, that's ministry. So my grandmother was my inspiration because she prayed for me and she pushed and encouraged me to do those things to that God had gifted in me to do. And my grandmother passed um, back in 2000, 2009. And I remember to this day she would always tell me, you know, baby, one day you're going to be a best-selling author. One day you're going to write your book. One day there's going to be a day where I'm going to have your book sitting on my table. You know, she wasn't here when God blessed me and opened that door for me to publish my book. But I believe that it was her prayers that allowed this time to come. Everything that she had prayed for uh, for me and on my behalf, God began to answer her prayers. And although she's not here in the physical and the natural, 
to see those things, I believe that she knew that God was going to answer, God was going to fulfill it. It was just all in God's timing. So she was my inspiration. She was who pushed me in the times where I felt alone or I didn't understand and when people talked about me and people turned their back on me. And she was always there praying for me and encouraging me, you know, yes, baby, you made a mistake. Yes, baby, you did this, you did that. But God still loves you. You know, don't let that define you. You just keep going forward. So she kept pushing me to go into greater and to do what it is that God has called me. And I believe that today the journey that I'm on now is just the prayers of the answer prayers of my grandmother and just being able to know that, you know, yes, grandmother will always say this. Yes, grandma told me this. So it's nothing that I'm doing now that I haven't heard before. So I know it's just her prayers being been answering and God is fulfilling those things and now I'm to the point where I can believe it for myself, you know, when she tell me I didn't believe it or I would always doubt, No, grandmother, I'm never gonna write a book. Um, no grandma, you know, I can't do this, I can't do that. But now I'm just to be able to see that the woman that God has created me to be and going after my purpose and being able to share with others, I believe and see now that the same things that she said I could do I believe it as well, and I know for myself that I can do that through those things. And as long as I'm trusting God and believing in Him, He's going to equip me and give me what it is that I need and what it is that I need to need to do. My, so my grandmother was my my inspiration. She was my rock. She was my prayer warrior. She's the one that had my back and pushed me along those ways, along the way. And when I was facing different things in life, I didn't have to go through it alone because she was there encouraging me, whether it was a mistake, whether it was something wrong, something good, she was always there praying and pushing and encouraging me to keep going and to not let life or let my past define me. Amen. Same question for LaDonna. Who is your greatest inspiration? So my greatest inspiration, um, it actually was, um, the late, great uh, Dr. Maya Angelou. Um, when I started writing it about the age of 14, I was just writing in my journal, sitting up in my room. And then I, I started to read poetry as I got to, you know, high school. And I went out on this trip, and I was always always reading her books. And I went out on this trip, and I actually ended up seeing her in the airport. And I got a chance to stand there you know, in her face and tell her how much, you know, I love the way that she was writing books and she was telling her truth and she was helping people to heal and she was making it okay that life wasn't, you know, may not have been all perfect and you went through some things, but you can move forward and you can continue to, um, you know, do what you need to do. And so just being as a young 14-year-old standing in front of this great, amazing author um, I was able to share my childhood dreams with her. I was able to share um, the inspiration that she gave me, and also she was able to speak blessings into my life and to tell me, to, you know, to keep going and, you know, not, um, not and don't give up and just keep believing and that I will be able to do, you know, those things. And so I think it's just my whole, my faith and everything, because I knew that God had already told me that, this is something that I was going to do um, by when uh, healing myself and uh, by him healing me and then allowing others to heal. And so that opened up the door for me to be able to just say, God, 
You know, I trust you with these stories. I know that this is something that you've asked me to do. I was sitting in my room. And so my relationship with God, because I almost felt like you raised me, because nobody else understood, you know, when you're a teen, what you're going through, and sometimes they may just feel like it's, you know, oh, those are just emotional issues or you need to get over this. But it's just like in my room, that was my place where God and I, we talked and when he downloaded stuff to me. And in my writing, it was therapeutic uh, for me at that time. So he continued to encourage me and each and every day and to share them with other people. So over all the years of my life, the one thing that has always been constant for me is that I always want to make God proud because he believed in me when nobody else believed in me. And even when I told other people that I would be doing this now and like now where I stand and I have all these awards and I've been all over the country and I've done things and I was like I'm the same 14 year old girl that was sitting up in that room that was listening to God and when he asked me to write I said yes sir and when he said I need you to do this and I said okay daddy so it's just like God has been my my biggest inspiration you know along with meeting uh Dr. Maya Angelou but just my relationship with God and fulfilling what he had for me, because it wasn't always easy, but when I was angry, I wrote. When I was sad, I wrote. When I, you know, when I was happy, I wrote. So just being able to have those lessons brought out of me through his nurturing and through him validating me and encouraging me to tell me who I, I was. And so that's the biggest inspiration to my writing career, and it's for his glory, and I always give him the praise because he was the first person to ever believe in me and to tell me that, he would do great and mighty things through me. And so today, wherever I stand, um, if he never does another thing for me, I'm grateful. Amen. And LaDonna, can you say the title of your book? Because I don't remember if you said it specifically. So can you tell us the titles? Okay, so my, my first book is called Expressions of the Mind, Body, and Soul. I have a couple. <laughs> my next one is uh, Until Tomorrow Comes. Um, my third one is Lessons, Shatter Pieces Being Restored. My fourth one is Quiet Moments with God, a 31-day devotional of life lessons. Uh, my fifth one is uh, Larry the Alligator Makes Friends. Uh, my sixth one is Lessons 2, Mirror Conversations. The seventh one is uh, the Rebuilding Fragments, uh, the workbook. And the eighth one is um, Quiet Moments of God 2, um, 21 Days of Positive um, Inspirations. And I have one more, and I think I forgot the name of it. <laughs> I have one more, but they're all on my website and Amazon. I have nine of my own. And I've co-authored um, about 12 at this time. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And were there any more for you, Latasha, or just the one you already mentioned? I'm in the process now of writing two right now. And those two, I'm doing self-published um, with those two. So I'm, writing, I'm expecting and looking forward to releasing those. Uh, the one of them is called is titled "Broken for a Purpose," which is the vision that God had gave me for uh, women empowerment. So that's actually going to be the next book that's coming out, "Broken for a Purpose," and then 
the other book will be the part two of It's Behind Her Smile, which will also be self-published. And then as well, you know, I have done the um, co-authors with T.K. Ware, with Hello Queen, Queen to Queen, and there's um, one more that I've done uh, recently just completed with him. Amen. So you two are very, very busy. I guess we're all busy the way God is (laughs) sending us out. Um, I do see that there is one listener. So um, before we close out, I wanted to see if you had a question for the authors, and I believe the name is George. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and give your information of how people can reach out to you and connect with you. So we'll start with LaDonna. Okay, Um, you can go, they can go to my website, which is www.ladonnamarie.org. They can also find me on Instagram and Twitter under the handle LMB, which is for LaDonna Marie Books, underscore poetry, because that's why I started it in the beginning. I started with poetry. Um, and also on my fan page on Facebook is um, LaDonna MC. So if they do www.facebook.com forward slash LaDonna MC, um, they can find me on there as well. And Amazon, I'm LaDonna Marie. You'll see my little smiley face. When you find me. <laughs> and also for Latasha? For me, my contact information on Amazon is Latasha S. Woodcock. On Instagram, it's Latasha underscore Woodcock. Facebook is author Latasha S. Woodcock. And my Gmail is author L.S. Woodcock at gmail.com. Amen. Thank you, ladies, for sharing. Um, We're going to go ahead and pray out. And you um, be blessed, and God bless your hands that he is sending you out to do. We're going to go ahead and pray out. Father God, we thank you, O God, for this time. We thank you for your women of God that you are sending out, Father. We pray and ask, O God, that you would cover their families, that you would be with them as they continue on the journey that you have placed them on, God, to spread the gospel so that people would be healed, delivered, and set free. Father, we thank you for LaDonna and Latasha, and we pray, oh God, that you would use them mightily. We pray for those that are listening, God, that they heard something to transform their thinking, to change their heart, to remove the stony places so that they may know you. Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you due praise for you alone are worthy. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Continue to place your hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord.